your guarantee. Where do you want to start? I mean, I know exactly where we should start. So there's there's nowhere else we should start at. Bro, apparently, apparently uh, Thursday, there were a couple, a couple uh, sports books that had upwards of $10,000 bets coming in on Tampa to win the Super Bowl at 50 to one. And they were trying to figure out why. And, and then Brady on, obviously on Sunday, announced he was coming back. Why don't, why don't I get those tips? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's all following him on Twitter and Instagram and just reading his words without the words and interviews, you know, you could tell a little bit. There was a little hope in his voice when he, when he spoke about football. Apparently it was from a, a lot of them were from people who'd never bet before. Oh, so someone had to know some shit. <laughs> when was uh, that when was that Manchester United game? I was on uh I was on Saturday. That would make sense cuz Brady definitely said like eh, when Ronaldo asked if he was done. <laughs> I mean We all knew he wasn't going to be done, man. Like, who who leaves and retires still competing for the MVP of the league, you know? Bro. Now we're, at a point, now we're at a point where it's like, are we going to see Tom just, like, jump team to team because Tom's just not going to let it go? Or is this truly his last ride? Let's be real, bro. Tom Brady was never going to walk away without wearing those creamsicles. I mean, that's true. And hey, if gas gets up to, you know, seven fifty a gallon, he might have to keep playing. <laughs> yeah, that's his worry. But yes, officially Tom Brady is back. Who broke it? Tom Brady did. No one else. He went on Twitter, on IG hit the button of put it on all my socials and says, I'm back. Giselle says, I can't stay still. And there's just too many footballs around my house. and I'm hitting everything. So I'm back. The kids can watch me play again. 
do you think his kid's just not old enough to be like, all right, like we need to start working on mechanics and shit? Like once we get to that level, then for sure we'll be all right. I don't know. Tom Brady was kind of a late bloomer too, and his kids definitely aren't like six four. Not yet. I mean, I'm sure he'd rather have them do play something else or who knows. I I don't know. I guess they play soccer. I mean, his wife's Brazilian. I mean, he was at the soccer game, so yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. But yeah, Tom's back, bringing the boys back, kinda a little bit. Godwin's back. Carlton Davis got his done his deal done today, about five minutes ago. Um, but you are going to be missing your guard, Alex Kappa, that played with a broken leg. He is moving on. He is going to be blocking for a, hopefully, potentially, if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan, a baby, baby, baby goat. So we'll see. Very interesting. Um, yeah, it looks like the Buccaneers are going to be, looks like Tampa Bay is going to be losing two guards. Because I guess their other, their other guard is going to Jacksonville. Which, yeah. man, Was, I don't know what the fuck Jacksonville's doing. Uh, regrouping and doing it very, very well. Signing guys left and right and getting the job done. <laughs> what? They got a def- They have a linebacker from, uh, I think he was with the Raiders. Then they signed a D-tackle. They got a self, uh, offensive lineman, Shanley. They got the top-rated or second top rated guard or free agent lineman and Brian O'Shea or uh, Shifley. And they got Brandon that Scherf? Brandon Scherf, sorry. And they got that uh guard uh Robinson signed him up again. So three pieces that they needed to protect Trevor Lawrence. And they got a over, over, overly paid receiver, which I don't I mean Jacksonville, I know you got the money, but you don't need to use all your money here. Outside, outside of the guard, which guard is one of the least important line spots. Wow. Very disrespectful. Maybe, maybe the most uh, least. Like, can Perfect. you think of any – right, dude, right guard in football is like left field in baseball. Yo, that's – all right. You know what? Whatever. Fuck you. And then, uh, other than that, though, is anybody they got a top 25 at their position? Um, and they spent, like, all their money? I mean, hey, they needed the pieces. They needed the offensive line talent. They got it. They didn't have this type of talent. They signed pieces that they needed at those positions. So, if they need to move guys around and also draft a guy, that works. Now you have four brand-new pieces to your offensive line. Which you needed, which oh. you truly desperately needed. So they still get a fucking F in free agency. Oh man. I mean, you only give them, F. I give them D, D F. minus. D F. minus only. F. It hasn't F. even started yet. F. You paid, you paid a not even top 50 wide receiver. Not even top 50, potentially 84 million. He's top. 
35. Third? No, he's not. He wasn't top three on Arizona last year. Five years in, done with his rookie deal, has never had a thousand yard season, has never had more than six touchdowns in a season. Who are you talking about? And the only reason he had so many yards this year is because DeAndre Hopkins got hurt. Yeah, okay. You're paying a not even top 50 wide receiver $84 million because, because what? What what would you call, how would you classify Christian Kirk's game? He's a, he's a speed guy, blow it over the top. He's a one cut guy. You are drafting him. You are paying him $84 million in a draft where 10 players ran sub four fours. (laughs) Why, dude? Why? Why? Trevor was really like, oh, we got to get this guy. Not an incredible route runner. Like, I feel like you could go get a Deshaun Jackson for cheaper. One year, six million. Why are you going to pay him 84? No, I totally get it, man. Oh, that was that was super, super dumb. I definitely thought like we talked about it. There's a lot of receivers here, and paying receivers big money right now is kind of dumb. And here comes Jacksonville being Jacksonville, doing the dumb thing. But hey, they got some help for Lawrence. They got someone to friend to throw to, and they own the number one pick. That means Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a Jacksonville Jaguar. That means you have the number one uh, pass rusher in this draft, and that works out. You, I mean, you're going to be doing just fine. You got some pieces in here that if they gel right, can do it well. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention? Breaking the road to six. We're building it slow. The road to six. Here we go. <laughs> six wins this year. Guaranteed. Oh, <laughs> six what? Six wins, baby. Jacksonville is going to get at least six wins this year. I don't know what the over-under is. I don't even care. Guaranteed six wins. If we have to move the line, we'll do it. Guaranteeing it right now. That's a money-back guarantee. Six wins. And I guarantee you the line for Jacksonville will be like five and a half. So, hey, whatever. Plus 115, whatever it is, we'll take it. We'll take it. Six. Guaranteed. Awful, 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 awful. Awful, awful. Jacksonville, I – who's their coach again? Uh, Who is the Jacksonville's coach? Uh, Doug Peterson. Yeah, Doug Peterson, yeah. Like – what are you what are you, what are you doing, Doug Peterson? Hey, hey. Yeah. Getting getting the band together. Maybe he has some history with uh, Christian Kirk. Who knows? Get familiar with a guy, guy can do it, you know, you can make it happen. You know what? He wrote a book, okay? It's called Fearless. He's making fearless moves out here and he's getting it done. He's gonna get a ring with Trevor Lawrence. Not in the next, you know. 10 years, whatever. But, you know, they'll figure it out eventually. (laughs) Last year was the first year Christian Kirk has played every single game in a season. Hey, only thing thing up. Only thing we're doing now is up. 
finish the season. Bro, now we're gonna he legitimately couldn't beat out AJ Green's old ass for the two spot. AJ Green's really good. Don't sleep on AJ Green. <laughs> Don't sleep on AJ Green. That sounds gross. Whatever. If AJ, I'm just saying, dude, if Christian Kirk is with $84 million, the Patriots aren't going to sign anybody. Yeah, no, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But, hey, we got some more quarterbacks to talk about. Tom Brady comes back to the NFC. You know what that means. Kirk Cousins drops to the third best quarterback in the NFC. And the Minnesota Vikings paid him, too. Paid him because he's the third best quarterback. $40 million. $40 million. I mean, they changed. On the average, yeah, $40 million. No. They figured it out. They made it where Kirk Cousins was going to make a little less. So now they have a little wiggle room to do some stuff. But yeah, he's about to get we'll make it a little less. Million. No, dude. <laughs> he's making the same. And he's making almost the same next year. But because they added the guaranteed money next year, they can void out three more years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, Kirk Cousins back. Minnesota, not going anywhere. Which, hey. <laughs> If this makes sense to move this contract around so they can make a move with the contract, do you know what Kirk Cousins, you know Cousins' career earnings are? Dude. <laughs> oh. uh, $185 million. My man is, <laughs> is straight up making baseball money. Oh, one boy balling! I know uh, that uh, Washington paid him some stupid money. Let, let me get the let me get the calculator out. Oh, God, the the freaking poverty wages he was making on his rookie deal plus twenty plus twenty four plus. Three years, eighty-four million guaranteed. <laughs> Sixty-six million. A hundred ninety-six and a half million dollars. <laughs> Damn it! I'm off by eleven million. Oh man! hundred and ninety. Kirk, Kirk Cousins. If he's, he's, I mean, because he's not going to be done after this, he's going to sign a contract somewhere for some ungodly money for the Colts in two years when they're on their third quarterback after Gardner Minshew can't do it and Kellen Mond can't do it. <laughs> hey, man, they're going to have the Colts are going to make record right now because the Colts right now have started six different quarterbacks every single season in the last six years. So, this year will be seven. Keller Munn will be eight. Kirk Cousins will be nine. Sounds good. <laughs> He's going to sign for like a two-year, $70 million contract. <laughs> you cut the TV Kirk... money is going to be fucking crazy. If they cut Kirk Cousins next year, there's $49 million in dead cap space. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> And he's 35. <laughs> yes, I love it. Absolutely love it. Hey, that means the Vikings are completely out of the uh, uh, Deshaun Watson race. You know who else is out? The Indianapolis Colts. 
the Texans said, hey, man, their offer is wonderful, but we are not going to see him twice a year. So that's not happening. Deshaun Watson is the hottest name in the market on Friday. He was uh, free of all charges, not one single charge. He's free to go. He is meeting with the Panthers. He's meeting with the Saints. They want to talk to him and see where his head's at. But the boy is free, and he is the hottest name right now. What do you think about Deshaun Watson's future? In case anybody's wondering, this might very well just end up being a straight-up NFL free agency show because shit is popping off. Oh, yeah. Uh, Here's a question for you. Do you think the Texans are serious about getting rid of Deshaun Watson? Do you think at any point the Houston Texans think Deshaun Watson will play out the rest of his, what, four, five-year contract in Houston? Because I'll tell you what, supposedly, uh, supposedly, the Jets were offered three firsts and two seconds and Zach Wilson, a former number two overall quarterback mm-hmm. for Deshaun Watson. The Browns offered Baker, Greg Newsom, Kareem Hunt, a fifth and two firsts. Texans said straight up no to both. I mean, uh, you can't trade more than three years of first-round picks. Yeah, but I also believe that Deshaun's probably telling them no as well. He doesn't want to be in Cleveland or New York. I mean, but at the same time, at the same time, if I'm Houston, I don't give a fuck. He has to wave his trade clause. So it's pretty much all Deshaun right now. Deshaun can choose and dictate what he wants. And it's just up to Houston to be like, give me enough for him or it's not going to happen. So this whole thing is super messy. Well, it sounds like he is between the New Orleans Saints and the uh, Carolina Panthers, which would make the NFC South go from maybe the worst quarterback division to top four in the NFL pretty much overnight. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be very interesting. And um, if that happens where Indianapolis now is stuck with nobody, I think there's only one spot left for Jimmy Garoppolo then, right? There's no way that the 49ers are going to pay him $25 million for one year. No, I mean, they would have to just out-release him. And that's what's going to happen because, what, by tomorrow they have to trade him or cut him, and I'm sure that they're going to just let him go straight up. So Indianapolis is going to have Jimmy Garoppolo if Deshaun is like this. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, who? where else would you go? Because you had of teams that need quarterback. We And this will break into some more signs. I like it. I don't know if you like it, but Mitch Trubisky to Pittsburgh. Which that's a, it's going to be interesting because Mitch sat a year with one the quarterback guru sat behind Josh Allen, so we'll see what happens there. And I mean, if you don't like the Mitch Trubisky move, the only thing I can say to you is don't underestimate how incompetent Matt Nagy is because <laughs> like. Uh, I think I think there's a good chance that if you had the Buffalo Bills coaching staff, 
the Chicago Bears have a Super Bowl ring right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. That so, team was built to win a ring, and Matt Nagy's just great. I mean, the man ghosted him at an end-of-the-year meeting. That, that's all you got to say right there. I, I think that's, that's a, a wild move. But if you look at that division, you've got Baker, you've got Lamar, you've got Joe Burrow, young, talented quarterbacks, and now you're set there. I don't think you're going to see any quarterback changes in the uh, AFC East because it sounds like Tua is that guy now for better or for worse. Uh, AFC West is an absolute monster right now. I don't think you're going to see anything there. I mean, the Colts, basically, I mean, I don't think Tannehill's going anywhere. Vrabel, through no fault of his own, is way too loyal. I think Jimmy Garoppolo might be a, a lateral move from a Ryan Tannehill. But you've got yeah. Trevor. You've got the Colts, obviously. I just, man, I don't see anybody in that division going somewhere. And you got to be real careful. Like, I could see him maybe going to Seattle. But I don't think that you're going to want to send him in division if you get the opportunity to. I at that point you might as well just cut them and just run that risk because twenty five million to guarantee Jimmy's not in the NFC West is just not worth it. I mean, do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is that much better than Jared Goff? Yes. Really? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Jimmy with weapons makes it get his gets it done, man. He really does. I I mean I think people sleep on just how good Jared was. In L.A. when Cooper <laughs> Cup was healthy. Hey, man, Garoppolo was the hottest name in the NFL when Brady was retired. You know, the guy that has more than one ring. So, I mean. That got to carry some, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, he has two rings like uh, Shady McCoy has two rings. Oh, no. Yeah. Same I amount guess. of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right there, but. So, there, I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, and then also, I mean, pretty much whatever team Deshaun doesn't go to. Like, if Deshaun goes to the Panthers, Jimmy can go to the Saints and vice versa. Because I don't think Bro, the Panthers just, have no choice. I mean, I think that their coaching staff, like, have no choice. They have to hit on a big quarterback or I don't think they're going to give you a shot to draft one and start over. I mean, the name people aren't talking about enough is Jameis Winston. And I only say that half kidding. I mean, that's true. That is true because, uh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater got signed. He went to Miami to back up to us. So that means that they're good, like you said. So, and yeah, Winston is another name, man. Another name that needs – I mean, Indianapolis would be grateful. I don't think he'll go to Indianapolis. They had Jacoby no, Brissett for a while and they moved him choice the field. Point, so. bro. I don't have a choice. He has to sign before the draft. Nah, the Colts need a 6-2 a, a to 6-4 white guy, so they just won't be happy. Oh, my God. Jacoby Brissett never even got a chance. Hey, he started. They gave him the starting position. Could have kept they just playing. took him out. Yeah, it, I mean, man, you look at it, like, some of the names. I mean, legit, hey, Atlanta fans, if you love Matt Ryan, you're really going to love Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. You're Absolutely love Jimmy Garoppolo. It's literally but, just Italian Matt Ryan, who's six years younger. <laughs> no, nah, man, I told you, Atlanta Falcons are very, very, very 
solid at quarterback. They said that Matt Ryan is their guy. And hey, he turned down, he uh, fixed up his contract. He's not making 46 million this year. He's only making 36 million this year. Matt Ryan is the future. Uh, you know, the stepping stone to the future, I would say. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean, you're other than that, like you got what? Jimmy G still available. You've got Gardner Minshew, who's gettable. Jameis, very gettable. Uh, Carson Wentz out there, maybe. Are we missing Carson anybody? Wentz, Carson Wentz is a commander. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Commander. Forgot yeah. that he actually got traded. Yeah. I probably blocked that out just because it seems so impractical. It sounds like someone made it up. <laughs> Two thirds, man. Hey, he's worth it. After being worth a first last year, <laughs> worth two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do you think Philly is Philly that's not sold on Jalen Hurts still? I mean, they're sold for him for this year. I think there's no questions for this year. Jalen Hurts for sure makes the playoffs as a Colt. Yeah, but not even a doubt. Yeah, but Jalen Hurts is fine as an eagle. He's fine there. Philly just needs to calm down and stop judging people. Like everyone that looks at Philly just starts thinking as a Philly fan and just like quarterbacks are never good in Philly. Like that's not the case. Give Jalen more time. You got him as weapons. Give him more time. What is three years in now? It's like give two more years to figure it out with him. You're fine. But a lot of tags, a lot of tags this year. Uh, tight end for the Miami got tagged. Uh, Jesse Bates, safety for the Bengals got tagged. Devonta Adams is tagged, but says he's not going to play on that tag. So you better work out a deal with me ASAP. <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> And I think Devontae Adams is good enough to sit a whole year, come back, and just be just as good. So hey, it works hey, out. Attitude reflect leadership, bro. <laughs> and JC Jackson moving across the country. He is a charger. This Chargers defense is fucking ridiculous. It was crazy before. It's ridiculous now. It is like L.A. Ram type right now. It is pretty interesting to watch, man. It is going to be probably the top-ranked defense most of the year next year. So you watch are, out for uh, that. You're a big, uh, you're a big uh, Chiefs guy, Angel. What would you give? What I want you to be you, now. Now I need you to be Vegas Angel. I need you to be but. A sports book angel right now. I want you to give right. me the odds to win the AFC West for all four teams. Give them to me in American. Oh, fuck. Man, that's tough, man. Um, Are the Chiefs still the favorite? Yes. Absolutely. I just got to really think about this shit. All right, so I'm going to go with Chiefs plus 125, Chargers plus 175, Denver plus 200, 
Vegas plus 600. That is as honest and as close as I feel like it should be. Damn. Uh, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing. That's, I mean, I feel like that, that wouldn't make news, but I could definitely see the Chiefs not being the favorites, and that would be big news. Yeah, uh, definitely. But right now they're the, they're still the favorite to win the whole thing next year. So it's gonna be they kept their whole coaching staff, which is whatever. You're bringing up all the pieces. I mean, you worked on your offensive line. You're bringing all those guys back. Um, Hill and Kelsey are still in cod contract, so they're good. Um, if you can find a way to work it out with Tyron, you're in the same position. And you're going to bring in uh, Jarvis Landry. You're going to bring in a Juju. And that offense is going to get better. So it's not going to stall out. And it's going to be very interesting to see. I mean, I feel like we need a running back piece. But offensively, we're just going to get better, regardless of anything. Our defense is definitely going to need some work for sure and that's all through the draft i'll be super surprised if they draft any offensive players so the the chargers are giving jc jackson five years 82 and a half million 40 million guaranteed what did kirk make (laughs) 40 million guaranteed bro i'll get back to that the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are paying Carlton Davis three years, $45 million. That's crazy. Yeah. I, why? What, that's, I, I feel like you could have gotten J.C. Jackson for about the same per year. Yeah, absolutely. I don't I see would, I think I'd rather have him than Carlton Davis. God, Arians kind of, like the Bucks. The one thing that I've got, I haven't been following the Bucks for that long, but damn, do they love to keep their fucking players, bro? You got Tom Brady now. If you can for like one year, maybe two years, maybe three years, like who knows if Schefter's not a bitch and just keeps fucking dogging him to announce if he's retiring or not. But man, like I don't know if Carlton Davis. Helps you win now. But God, God damn, like, I think I, I got to look at it. Thank God Herbert's still on his rookie deal, but the Chargers aren't big time. Cap isn't real right now. Their accountants are doing some deferred salary towards next season for sure. Oh, 100%. But also, man, you got to get some, you got to get some, uh, some corners. And you also got to get another, two, three pieces for Tom. I mean, Gronk's going to come back, of course, obviously. But now you need a couple more pieces, man. You need receivers. You need at least two more. I think you would give OBJ a run for his money. And if Landry's not worried about getting paid, I'd talk to him. And also, man, Allen Robinson. I'll say this. I I don't think – I think – I don't think the Buccaneers are going to sign anybody for like a week. I think these big money guys, I just don't think they can do it because they, they're going to have potentially so many holes because they basically did what the Chiefs tried to do, what the Cowboys tried to do, and they're like, 
we're going to spend to the max for one year uh, and just worry about it later. But now, I mean, people are getting older and you need to figure out what pieces you actually need. They're going to need to take a step down in some positions. The offense is all going to need to step up. I don't, I, and here's the thing. I think that they think if their defense was healthy the entire year, they would have been the one seed and they would have been in a much better spot. They had their full starting defense week one in the last game of the season, and that's it. So, I mean, uh, it is going to be an interesting scenario for the Bucs now that you have Tom Brady. I mean, if Tom Brady's all in, he's all in to win. So he might give a little bit of money back. We'll see what happens there. Um, you, I don't know what Gronk's going to want to sign for. Hopefully Gronk will sign something a little bit friendlier because I do think he is starting to lose a step more and you're going to have to keep him in more, run him less routes. Uh, losing Leonard Fournette is going to be a pretty decent loss there. But I, I think you're going to see the Bucks maybe try to find some diamonds in the rough and see what they can't do and really focus on the draft, especially at wide receiver because they did – I thought they did a much better job last year than they <laughs> ended up doing. And I also think Joe Tryon should could take a huge step this year. Yeah, I definitely think Tryon would definitely take a big step. He looked really good last year at the end of the year. So I think it's going to make – a lot of difference this year. One more year under his belt. So this is just including this, like, played seasons, not his future money. Do you want to guess in six seasons with Washington how much money they paid Kirk Cousins? And in four seasons with the Vikings, how much they paid Kirk Cousins? And you said he made $191 million? Uh he will, after this, have made $231 million oh, God. in the next two years. But this is out of $161 million. I feel like 70% of that would be the Vikings. The Vikings have paid him $116 million, and the <laughs> Redskins only paid him, I could say because it was the Redskins, uh, they paid him $46 million. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> and then the, 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 Washington, the Washington football team, even when they were franchise tagging him, did not pay him as much in guaranteed money as the Vikings do because it's a motherfucking Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> the top, the top, uh, the top, uh, the top franchise tag for Kirk Cousins in Washington was $23.95 million. And his first year with the Vikings, he made $26 million. Oh, man. How many playoff wins? One? Uh, zero. It was Case Keenum. No, he won the Saints game. Oh, the push-off game? Yeah, the push-off game. He yeah. won that one. Hey, man, fuck it. This is what you paid him for. This is the Vikings high as the one playoff win, you know? But they won't pay Keenum that took him to the NFC Championship. Don't do that. No, don't do that. And he was not asking for $20 million either. <laughs> he would play for $5 million right now. Even if you kept him, he would have played well. $5 million to this day just because he wants to make sure everyone's good. God damn it. That is interesting. Now, 
Let's talk about America's team real quick. Kirk Cousins is the seventh highest paid quarterback in the league right now. And the seventh highest paid player. Worth every penny in Minnesota's eyes. And next year he will be the second highest paid quarterback because he will be getting $45 million. 44.4 million, technically. I got a respect for the Vikings. They should just cut him for their own respect. But you know what? Just fuck you. We don't care. He's making (laughs) – the only player making more money than Kirk Cousins next year. Do you want to guess who it is? Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. There you go. making more than Deshaun Watson, more than Dak Prescott, and more than Josh Allen. This bitch better win MVP this year. <laughs> All right. Dallas Cowboys, real quick. They go ahead and trade Amari Cooper to the Not Browns a lot. for a fifth and a six. Not a lot. Fifth and a six. I, ask me right now, would you rather Christian Kirk or uh, Christian Kirk or uh, Amari, Amari Cooper? Cooper? Amari Cooper, 100%. Amari Cooper. And I'm not even an Amari Cooper fan. No question. The NFL has all set together as a collective. All of them have said Amari Cooper is the best route runner. Like the dude's just the best route runner, best feed in the game. Trade him for a fifth and a six. The which, disrespect, no idea. Which, man, I, I want to see it, but I have not seen. Yeah. Uh, bro, so I have I, not seen number one wide receiver out of CD Lamb yet. Have you? No, I have not. I've not seen him take over games the way we've seen from Amari Cooper. And again, this is coming from someone who thinks Amari Cooper is overrated as a wide receiver. And I only wanted him on the Patriots for about what the Browns paid for it. If you had told me, if you had told me that like he'd gone for a second or a third, people would have said it was a great deal. And I would not have been a huge fan of it just because of how much money he's making. Uh, but damn, that's that's pretty I mean, crazy. He's, take, he's taken over games. He's won games. He's got great chemistry with Dak. The yep. fact that you're willing to get rid of him for that much money while you're paying Ezekiel Elliott $21 million a year is absurd to me. Insane how Zeke hasn't even been in, brought in to be like, yo, all right. Your backup's looking way better than you. Time to give him some money. Time to get down to like 12 million like Cook. Bro, who who the fuck are you going to – who the fuck – you can't even get rid of uh, Zeke. And there's enough guaranteed money you can't cut him. You are stuck because you paid a running back $21 million. Zeke is the Kirk Cousins of running backs. God damn, that's tough. That's you're a good wrong? one. No, you're not. No. I mean, like, what are you fucking doing, dude? Like, I mean, Kirk Cousins puts up numbers, though. Zeke doesn't do that anymore. I mean, he does. <laughs> when you feed him the ball, then you start splitting his time. You let Zeke carry every time. He's going to put up Kirk Cousins' numbers. 
and be completely mediocre otherwise. And get the same amount of wins. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it, it is <laughs> absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Like, I like, the only thing I can think of is, like, they're letting Dak Prescott be GM. And they can't do that. Dak and Zeke are boys. Sorry, bro. You guys can play Madden together. Yeah, Jerry Jones definitely needs to uh, claim his kids. I mean, take care of this roster and figure out exactly what he needs to do. You know, stop. You can't pay all these people. You can't pay Zeke $21 million. You can't pay Dak $75 million in one year. You can't pay your baby mama half a million to keep it quiet. You can't just pay these people and think that things are going to work out. You need production. You do. So that's what you need to do to make it work. And once you figure that out, you'll be good to go. You bring them both in and say, hey, we need money back. But also you just paid fucking, you just paid uh, um, your third receiver a whole bunch of money. They yeah, you got, got CeeDee Lamb Gallup. and Michael Gallup as your one and two receivers now. Yeah, you're paying Mac, Michael Gallup $68 million in his whole contract. I mean, maybe they take a big step forward, but I have not seen any indication that they will. Yeah, no. I don't see that at all. And he was hurt for most of the year with a hamstring that it took him about six, seven weeks to come back from. It's tough. I don't know, man. It's going to be pretty crazy. Um, best thing you did was uh you tagged dalton schultz which is up and coming tight end so you're still going into the season with your only good defensive back being trevon diggs and he gets burnt as much as he gets stopped so yeah we're gonna see we're gonna either see Diggs step it up and do some work, or you're going to see guys just really expose Diggs. And then Diggs is just going to disappear. Like all cornerbacks that disappear after having a, two good years. Only corner that I've ever, like, in my mind thought of that just didn't ever disappear after, like, three, four years is, like, Jalen and... Dion, that's about it. Revis? He slowly disappeared too. Slowly, but I mean, he had four or five years with Revis Island. Oh, yeah. But, but I, then, again, I think that's kind of your awesome. ceiling. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the year that Jalen Ramsey turns into a scrub. Not to be full Max Kellerman on you, but there is a cornerback cliff. Yeah. And I think at the end of the year, especially in that Super Bowl, you could tell that Jalen was on that cliff. So Jalen needs to either lose weight, keep running, or I think this is about it for Jalen making big money in the league. So He can play strong safety. I don't know if he wants to transition to that, but. Yeah. Good luck. Man, I'll, I'll say Cincinnati's offensive line is getting better. Ted Karras and we talked about Alex Kappa. I don't yeah, hate that. I don't – honestly, that's a weird situation because I think that is a, a win for the Bengals, but I also don't think that's a loss for the Patriots and the Buccaneers. No. They definitely 
guys that just they need to move on already. The teams that they left from, they have pieces that can replace those guys, so that were fine. Bengals definitely they are fucking new and improved on the offensive line. Definitely look like what the Chiefs did last year. Just get these guys in here, get these guys in here, and get them gelling right away and push that run. They they know what they needed. They only needed offensive line. That's all they needed, they and now they got it. They just need a big rookie left tackle. Nah, yeah. Man. Interesting. Now, the free agency starts in two days. But like I said, in the NFL, they do all these terms and agreements, and they do – all these signings before, but officially it's March 16th. So we have a lot of big names out there that still need to sign for a team. They literally um, call it a legal tampering period. And I enjoy yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you still got Von Miller that needs a team. Chandler Jones. Tyron Matthews is touching uh, free agency. I mentioned Allen Robinson. Harold Landry, another D-end. Uh, OBJ needs to talk to somebody. Uh, Stefan Gilmore. Another corner that needs to find a team. Um, Greg, uh, Randy Gregory and Davion Clowney, a couple of DNs that need to find a team. So there's a lot of big names out in the, in the league right now that need homes and a lot of other guys that I didn't mention that could help a team out. So it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, How close would you be if Honey Badger – signs a uh, a team-friendly deal with the Patriots? Oh, be, that would piss me off. Uh, any, if he goes anywhere and takes the team-friendly deal, it's, it's awful, you know? He seems like the kind of guy who, like, would talk with Bill Belichick and be like, oh, you'll let me do all these different things? Yeah. Uh, how much? No. If he goes anywhere, it definitely has to go to – the Colts, the Jets, uh, like a Miami, you know, that has money to go around so he could get his, what he wants, 18? Like he wants 16, 18 million a year. So I'm uh, I'm truly surprised that. It'd be a smack in the face if he goes to Denver. I'm super surprised that the Panthers haven't made an offer for Gilmore yet. Yeah. Very interesting. That yeah, seems I mean, like a no-brainer because he chose to go there on purpose. Yeah, I don't know if they just disagreeing or what the case may be, but I would even tag him at this point because he came in and he was just – he gelled right away. He fit right in. Yeah, and he's a, he's a South Carolina college guy. Other connection. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater to Miami. To replace two in the second half. Sounds like it. Mo Alley Cox to the Colts. Did we sign there? Devondre Campbell, five years, 50 million, back to Green Bay. They don't pay... uh... 
but they don't pay Zay Smith. That's tough. Bro, uh, Titans are not going to uh, uh, tag Questenberry. That could be a massive pickup for Cincinnati. Really? They're not going to pick up Questenberry? No. I think I think it's like him or Taylor Lewan, and Lewan's got a bigger contract. Yikes. Bro, Braxton, Braxton Berrio signed a two-year, $12 million deal with $7 million guaranteed. I think I would rather have him than Christian Kirk. <laughs> Better route runner for sure. He's making you get a lot more for Berrios. Yeah, he's making no money. Hey man, they want to see what Trevor, they want to see Trevor throw the ball. Let him spin it. <laughs> oh man. This is interesting. Very, very interesting how this league is playing out. We got way more, way more NFL coming for you. Um yeah, Wednesday is the start of free agency. We uh record on Thursday. So we will have a lot more big names signed for you then. It's going to be very, very interesting. Um, and then we're going to pull up the odds. Pull up the Super Bowl odds, see who moved the most. Obviously, Tom Brady coming back. That's probably our biggest mover by far. But a lot of teams doing moves. See the Bengals being six can crack the, crack the top five. See where the Tampa Bay is as well. It'll be very interesting. Very, very interesting. Right um, now, as of right now, Tampa Bay is second at plus 750, only behind Buffalo. Bills are plus 700. And they're currently the favorite to win the Super Bowl. After the Brady announcement. I got to check this. No way the Chiefs are not, too. Yeah, I got the Bills, 700, Chiefs, 750, Bucks, 850. I, I Honestly, I think it makes – I'm surprised that the Bills are that high in the AFC that's that loaded. I am super surprised. As well. I, I, I would think that it would be like – Bucks are the favorites with Green Bay being the second favorite just because I feel like there's not a lot coming out of the NFC. No. That's very interesting. Steelers pay their right tackle, so he's staying the block from Mr. Trubisky. So that's fun. Fun, fun. But, yeah, we'll break down all the odds for the Super Bowl and also the rest of the free agent signings. It's going to be very, very interesting. But – Let's move on to another hot sport. The sport that just came back, the MLB. Baseball's back and teams are making their moves and the team making some very, very interesting moves. Minnesota Twins. Cleaning up, his ro- cleaning up the roster, trading guys off, getting some other pieces in here. The Minnesota way. Not something that we always see. The Twins are usually guys that just let their guys go and keep picking at the farm system. But 
Minnesota has signed, traded away uh, <clears throat> Josh Donaldson to the Yankees. Can't wait for, uh, I want to see the first practice where uh, Cole and Donaldson get to go at each other. It's going to be interesting. Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands, huh? Let me see. <laughs> but Josh going to the Yankees uh, brings in Gary Sanchez and Gio Ursula coming to the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins are also in talks with Trevor Story, shortstop, which we need true help at the shortstop position. Yeah, the defense as well, but we have no batting, zero production offensively when it comes to the shortstop position. So Trevor Story can come in and fix that for us. Also, Twins are in talks with some aces as well. So Twins making moves to make it happen. Um, teams all over the league are making moves to make it happen. The power rankings are pretty, pretty interesting. Obviously, number one, with no questions, is the L.A. Dodgers. Um, coming up in number two, obviously, Tampa Bay Rays. They are still very, very good, and they're bringing in pieces. Um, three your Toronto Blue Jays, four Chicago White Sox, five Atlanta Braves, the New York Mets at number six, obviously with probably the best one-two punches at aces with DeGrom and Scherzer now. Obviously, they're going to crack top ten. Houston at eight, Giants at nine, Yankees – or, excuse me, Houston at seven, Giants at nine, Yankees at ten, the Brewers at 11. It's going to be very, very interesting this year. The Twins are at 13. So what do you think about this baseball season? Obviously, there's still rules that need to be worked out. The base the base is being bigger. Uh, now that the owners are now thinking about bringing back the uh, runner on second base in the extra innings, they took it out before, but now they're going to bring it back. Bro. The players are going places now. I think they announced in the all-star game, if it's tied at the bottom of the ninth, they settle it with a home run derby. They just need to make that every game. That would be so fucking amazing. <laughs> like, hey, no offense. Like, maybe you have, like, a clause. Like, if a pitcher's going and it still has a perfect game going or a no-hitter, they play till the end. But come on, man. Like, the people want to see dingers. No one's leaving early if they might get a ball. That's true. Start the lineup up. You fucking hit into the infield. You're out right away. If you hit it, it's a home run. You're good to go. Start up a pitcher fresh starting off the 10th. I like it. You could even make it like like a hockey shootout where you go one and one. You get one pitch, one swing. <laughs> no, I think you got to give them the whole, up the whole lineup. You got to give them the whole at bat. <laughs> uh, did you hear about Tatis, your boy? Yeah. About they asked him. Uh, they asked him uh, about his injury, injured his wrist, and uh, apparently there were a couple of instances where he got injured. And uh, 
apparently they asked him about a motorcycle accident he was in and he said which one oh shit so the uh, <laughs> the the san diego padres are paying someone 30 million dollars a year and uh he is getting in multiple motorcycle accidents in the off season or one motorcycle accident and a major concussion, but we'll see. <laughs> is Tatis too fragile and stupid to be the future of baseball? Uh, is he too? Is he young? Yes. I mean, I don't know. Fragile and dumb. No, he's just young. Young and money and. Baseball lockout, all that other shit. Teams weren't able to reach out to their guys. Hey, I want to know when the accident happened. Was it during the lockout? Then the owners can only blame themselves. If he was going to be in camp, it never happens. Everything, I can blame everything on the owners, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. What else? What else you got for me? This wouldn't happen if the owners didn't lock him out. Yeah, he just if, if there wasn't a lockout, he would have never driven a motorcycle. I I, I agree, that makes sense. I, yeah, man, hundred percent. Maybe maybe he would have rode a motorcycle, but not during the lockout. Lockout, hey man, nothing to do. Let me go get a bike. <laughs> but baseball is in full swing. Um, looks like they're they're going to find a way to squeeze in one hundred and sixty-two games. It's going to be some double headers in there. Um. But yeah, baseball's back. It's exciting. Can't wait. Baseball's on the rise. Ticket prices are fucking higher than gas prices. So uh, apparently the Seattle Seahawks, by the way, have no intention of meeting with Deshaun Watson. Which seems like a mistake, but they see $46 million in their open account and they're like hmm do we really want to just go back down to six like we had russell the whole time can we find a cheaper quarterback that'd be great maybe not spending all your money on a couple of pieces doesn't work you know doesn't work <laughs> oh man what a fucking shit show <laughs> What the fuck? I totally forgot about Bobby Wagner, too. Where the fuck is he going to end up at? New England. And they're going to get rid of Tyler Lockett before the draft, so. Well, I would be – I would I would be not surprised at all if Chandler Jones and Trey Flowers both found their way back to New England for very friendly deals. And if that happens, I hope you guys trade for DK. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens because no uh, Chandler no. Jones also strikes me as the kind of person. Maybe I'm just judging him based on his brother, who is going to keep this again. Join that list of I don't play for free, which I get. You shouldn't. Shouldn't. He, Chandler Jones. Is, Chandler Jones one. is a top defensive end in this league, bro. There's no point in going to. The Patriots for friendly money right now. Chase a bag and then go play for the Patriots in three years. When Tom goes back for a year. 
I wonder if Bill retired and Josh McDaniels was the head coach if Tomlin went there. Ooh. Ooh. I wonder uh, if Vegas calls him. I'm also a little upset that the Patriots, I know we just are skipping over baseball, but they re-signed Brian Hoyer to a two-year, $4 million contract. Part of me was really hoping that he was just going to be the quarterback's coach slash maybe offensive coordinator. He is a quarterback's coach. He's just one that's dressed. Fair. Oh, shit. All right. We got baseball out the way. We got breaking news coming out of the NFL, so we're going to probably break into it once something else happens. But Hey, you ready for you ready for uh, a little uh, little breaking news? Oh yeah, what you got for me? The Brooklyn Nets were fined fifty thousand dollars because Kyrie went into the locker room at halftime. Oh my fucking god! No way! Uh huh. No fucking way! That was the next thing to come out of my mouth. Is hey man, what do you? Th- how do you feel? Kyrie's at the game, hanging out, participating, but can't play. Is the dumbest thing in the world. Tell her, fan. <laughs> uh, yes. Tail. Tail it 100%. It is the dumbest oh, thing in the world. So he gets – so how does this work? He gets fined $5,000 a game he plays, but gets fined 50000 for going in the locker room. Does that mean like Kyrie just has to stand out there at halftime by himself with the shooting around? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Does he have to walk in before all the players and fans and just stand well, in the middle of the court? Here's how here's how little this makes sense. The NBA might have legitimately made Kyrie Irving pay for a ticket. No, he did pay for a ticket. Yeah. The, the tickets that he was sitting in was a family season ticket that Kyrie paid for. And he was sitting in those seats. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to. uh, So, yeah, he uh, apparently has to stay in his seats. It's absolutely fucking crazy. It is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And then you get the governor out there. Oh, yeah, he can play tomorrow. He just got to get vaccinated. Your rules are just dumb. Like, he can't play because of a private sector rule, not even a, a city rule. You legitly just made this rule just to make sure Kyrie didn't play. Dumb as shit. KD's. KD is about to run for fucking local office. Fucking, he should, he'll probably win. The, uh, the mayor of New York does seem like he sucks, to be fair. Um, absolutely. He absolutely sucks. Definitely seems like he is, he's very interested in being a, a Twitter celebrity. Hey man, all these politicians, that's all they want to do now, right? What do you got? Uh, LeBron James, first player ever, 30,000 points. There you go. Cracking 10, the 10,000 assists, 10,000 rebounds in a Blowout loss to the Phoenix Suns. You know, I'm slowly becoming more and more of a LeBron supporter. 
Because he's doing everything he possibly can out there, man. Except for play defense. I'm not, like I said, he's doing everything he can, okay? <laughs> he's doing everything he wants to do out there to win games, and he just can't do it. Why? Because, you know, GM LeBron sucks. The man is just not capable. I, you know, I just would like, I'm, I feel like I should like backpedal a little bit just in case LeBron goes on some crazy tangent in the playoffs and he just wins a couple games and gets into a first round and wins that too. But I don't think that's going to happen with this roster. There's no fucking way. LeBron's not out there. Like he, there's always a part of me when watching the last dance where LeBron, where Michael Jordan says, if you keep it within eight, and I go in the game, I can win the game. What do you think that number is for LeBron? Up two? Up four? Down three? It's definitely up. (laughs) I don't think there's no other way. Because, man, this team just, they can't get it together to save their lives, man. No, it's pretty it's pretty Russell rough. Westbrook should retire after this year. What do you mean retire? I don't know cuz if he goes anywhere else and keeps shooting like this, his family name is just going to keep getting tarnished. Taylor Fade <laughs> with CP3 the Lakers are a top 4 seed. Top 3 seed. Top 2 probably. Because look what CP3 is doing with the guys he's doing with now. Yeah, they're young guns and all that other shit, and CP3 makes it work. Like, CP3, that's what he does. He just makes the young guys do what they need to do, and his pick and roll game is amazing. Him pick and rolling with fucking AD, LeBron would literally just have to sit out there and just work on his shooting. Maybe that's why LeBron is all about – about Phil Jackson. He just wants to run the triangle so he can stand still. I mean, fuck, it's going to extend your fucking He wants to be the uh, he wants to be the uh, Steve Kerr of the triangle. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Hey. Wrong team to do it with. Just wrong fucking team. I don't know. NBA is coming down to the final stretch. Um, Draymond's back. Like, not like his actual back, but he's actually going to play this year. He's back on the court. He is going to be playing tonight against the Wizards. First time since in three years that Clay, Steph, and Draymond have played together. Yep. Crazy, crazy how long it's been with Clay's injury, which finally Clay looks like these last couple of games, Clay looks like he's back a little bit, just a little bit. He's definitely getting there. Yeah. You look really good. What, 38 points the other night? Yeah. Like doing his thing, man. About time. I will 1000% take that out of Clay. And he's doing that clay thing where he really doesn't touch. He doesn't really doesn't move. He's just spot up shooting. 
Yeah. So you knew he was going to come back fast. What Jordan Poole's playing well. Gary Payton Jr.'s playing well. Just the guys that need to play well pretty fucking much. The guys that that were playing well in the first half of the season are playing well again, except for Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins played really well the other night, like 22 points. About time. Fucking all-star is supposed to be doing that every fucking night. He's an all-star. Fuck it. Yeah, he is. Bullshit. <laughs> oh shit. All right. I'm just hoping Deshaun will get signed here soon. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's very interesting that more people like maybe it's just because Deshaun has way too much say in this whole thing, but I really did feel like there'd be more more rumors, more traction surrounding Deshaun and there really hasn't been it's been uh it's like what they have like the two teams he's interviewing and then really nothing else man hopefully he goes to the Panthers I think there is just less BS less bullshit in New Orleans, there's a new coach, and is Michael Thomas going to play and all that other shit? You don't need all that shit. Granted, going to Houston, you're not going to have Christian McCaffrey because I think – or going to Carolina, I don't think you get Christian McCaffrey. So you get DJ Moore and Watson and maybe Robbie if they don't trade him, and that's about it. Chuba Hubbard. Oh, yeah, Chuba Hubbard. Hey, not bad when he stepped in. I don't think he's your your answering piece, but not bad. Mason Cole goes to the Steelers. Which, whatever. All right. You got picks? I got picks. I can have some picks. Oh, yeah. $50,000 $50,000 for just going in the fucking locker room of a team that you fucking are signed to. Like your employer. Like legitimately, are they checking like vaccination cards for like a kid who wants to go in the locker room? Like is every single, I mean, it might be, but is every single media member vaccinated? Absolutely not. Come on. Can't be right. No way. It, it's uh, yeah. Like if you're gonna find him for going in the locker room, at this point, like you might as well just. I don't know, man. Just fucking let him play. That's uh, it's a private sector thing, man. That's the worst part about it all. It's not the city, not the city rules. It's legitly just. The bullshit with the private sector rules. Like, legitimately, oh, you're not going to get vaccinated? All right, we're going to put another rule on top. So, just in case you guys do get fans, you don't play.
absolutely trash. Like Michigan getting the 11th seed, absolutely trash. Hmm. Three games above 500. Yeah, but like they're that's just kind of how the brackets fucking work. Your your at large teams get mid seeding, and your small schools get shit seeding. I guess that's just how it works, bro. All right, I got picks. We got picks. It's time for picks of the week. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Money not actually guaranteed. Please gamble responsibly. And before that, the Bengals are losing their tight end. CJ. Hujmanzada is going to guess. He's staying east. He's staying east coast. You would never suspect it. I don't know. Probably what the Jets. Ah, ding, 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 ding. CJ is going to the Jets. <laughs> he said, "I don't know the Jets." <laughs> oh man, yeah. Good old Jets. But I got some picks for y'all this week. Well, Tuesday, I have the uh, Coyote Oats over the Canadians on the ice. Then I'm going to take the Maple Leafs minus one and a half against the Stars. I'm going to take the Jets' money line against Vegas. And I'm going to just give you just a couple college picks just because I'm trying to be funny. And if I hit, I know it's going to be big money. Taking Memphis, ninth seed, over Boise State. And I'm also going to take Cal St. Fullerton over Duke. First round. Going for the old Coach K choke job, huh? Get it done. If not there, he's going to lose to Michigan State, so. Gonna bet them all the way till they lose. I gotta go into the Sweet 16. I did. It's his last year. I just feel like they have to. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm being crazy saying. I mean, I know Michigan State can get it done, but they're not gonna get past Texas Tech, and that's gonna be the Sweet 16 matchup. Unless you got them losing Bama, which that'll be crazy. Well, what the actual fuck? I think my the sports book took down fucking KHL odds. Oh, another thing, just against Russia. Our sports book. Oh hell. Oh, hell no. Because I need the odds, bro. They just fucking finished the fucking series. (laughs) 
The sports book is based in China. <laughs> I get the first game is until the 17th, but fuck. Oh, okay, whatever. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to pull it up old school. I'm just going to look at the fucking bracket. And the odds might suck, but it's okay. Dynamo Moscow, baby. Huge win today. Uh, absolute fucking nail biter. I told you Severstall was legit. They were going to be a pain in the fucking ass. Whoever played them was going to be in for an absolute fucking grinder. Dynamo won. That is huge. And the cool thing about the KHL is uh, no other games have started. Uh, they don't. They waited no. completely until all the first round series were over. So nobody's like already deep in, which is good because I don't think I think this is the only series I went to seven. Everything else ended at six. Um, oh, but good news, good news, good news. So I'm going to take Ska minus one and a half over Spartak Moscow. Uh, I think that is a, a easy win for Ska. They absolutely obliterated Dynamo Minsk, um, the eight seed. And now they have a Spartak Moscow team who's good. Don't get me wrong. They're a good team. But they're not anywhere near Ska's level. They haven't played a competitive hockey match in about a month, maybe longer. So you never know what you're going to absolutely get. I think they're going to be absolutely overpowered by Ska in four games. Uh, I'm, I'm not going anywhere near anything besides that. So I'm going to take Ska minus one and a half. And then I'm going to take uh, Metal Earth. I'm going to take the money line probably. I'll try to get odds before I post these because the games, like I said, aren't until about Thursday or Friday. Uh, they are going to play Avangard, who just knocked off Angels uh, Akbar's Kazan, former defending champs. They they look really good, but I think Metalurg is a little bit too uh, – they're just a little bit too good. And then I think I'm going to take – I'm leaning toward, and I might not actually make the bet. I'll let you know by the time I post this to social, but I'm thinking about taking Salivat over Tractor. I think Salivat has a better first line, but Tractor is a deeper team. So I'm leaning towards taking that, but I'm going to see what the odds are. That could very well change based on the odds. And I am going to not bet Dynamo Moscow, Siska Moscow, but I am going to highly recommend you find a way to watch it because every single game those two teams have played this year in the Derby has been absolutely electric, including maybe one of the best hockey games I've ever seen in any continent the second time they played. Man, not bad, not bad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will have more bracket picks for you guys on Thursday's show covering some more NFL free agency as well. Basketball is going into playoff mode pretty quick, so we'll be covering that as well. Make sure you're checking out our social. We're on IG, money underscore back underscore podcast. We're also on Twitter. That's at moneybackpod. Make sure you're checking that out. Make sure you're checking out moneybackpod podcast on all social platforms. Like, subscribe, share, 
We also got merch coming up. I know it's warming up and stuff, so it's hoodie and shorts weather. Make sure you hit us up in our DMs to get yourself a hoodie. We also got hats and hit us up for some more stuff, man. Make sure you are money back guaranteed up. Oh, quick shame of the week. Shame. My dumb ass again. <laughs> Why the hell, now, man? Bro. This is why I kept telling you, I don't want to buy any Tom Brady retirement shit. What am I going to do with the Men's Health magazine, with the the ESPN magazine, Sports (laughs) Illustrated, Tom Says Goodbye, Tom Brady, the greatest of all time magazine? Like, what am I going to do with it? Like, I got a shirt. What? Like... Now I got to send it all back to get the eighth ring put on? Oh, my goodness gracious. Hey, at least he didn't spend half a million dollars on his last football. (laughs) I'm woke on that, by the way. I don't think that guy's going to pay a dime for that football. Oh, no. (laughs) I I, Like, here's the thing. If they advertised it as Tom Brady's last football, he 1,000% can say, it's not anymore. I'm not paying. Yeah. <laughs> he should. Oh man, ladies Time and gentlemen. Time to give him a Bitcoin. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if you haven't heard yet, Tom Brady's back. Tom Brady's back. Let's go. Or as Kirk Cousins would say, let's freaking go. Oh. Just you didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> See you later in the week. See you later, man. <laughs>